I've got Kevin Gunn, Robert Ferraro, and uh, myself, Mike Fitzpatrick, on the podcast. We're also filming the podcast, and I told them not to look at the camera too much. That way we, uh, we don't seem awkward because it's supposed to be a podcast and we're just recording it. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to jump into uh, into this episode. And we're going to talk about um, goal setting, going into a new year with with goal setting, but also not forgetting the year that we're in because I feel like people lose sight of that. So we're just going to jump right into that. Uh, Kevin Kevin wanted to do this podcast on on goal setting because that's one of his major focuses going into the next year. And as you know, we, we're uh, any anybody in real estate right now when they're goal setting, it's going to be for the for the next year, because if you get a listing right now, it's probably not going to sell till till the new year, yeah. or at least get paid till the new year. So. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think it's 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 very relevant. Like you said, a lot of people will take the fourth quarter off, right? And it's the it's the absolute worst thing I think you can do because I'm a big believer, uh, regardless of what it is. If 95% of people are doing something, you should be doing the opposite, right? right. You know, and, and if you already know that a lot of people in this industry are going to be taking off the fourth quarter because you got the holidays, you know, at the end of the year, it's not quite as busy. It's almost like a natural reason for them to just kind of put the brakes on, to right. me, that means you need to be going full force, 150% to gain ground. You know, I always want to gain ground when everybody else is sleeping. Um, so I think that's why we're harping on it right now at my company as far as getting, the, you know, your, your, your targets down and the how are you going to hit those targets and just looking at it every day, you know, and having a plan coming in. And it's, it's crucial to success in yeah. this business and your business. Yeah. So, we, so Robert, when, when we're goal setting, one thing that, that I know that I – kind of have problems with is a lot of the times I'll set like just really lofty goals and then I'll have goals that are attainable and those kind of things. But do you think, Robert, that, that goals are set to be broken or should we set goals that are impossible to break? That's a good question because I, I go back and forth and I like you, I have goals that are very obtainable that are more of a systematic task-based goal. And then I have goals like you that are kind of lofty, they're kind of out there. I think that our overall 10-year dreamer goal should be yeah should seem impossible it should it should be kind of out there when you when you're in a room and you say your end goal or what you really want the the fruit of all of your efforts to be people should be like what the hell is this guy talking about? You know, this guy's a little wacky. This guy has, has smoked too much cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but at the same time, we have to break it down on a week-by-week, a month-by-month basis to make sure that we're hitting those those volume goals that we're yeah. trying to hit at the end of the year as we're getting. We see the same thing in our industry. People kind of taking the last quarter off or we yeah. just experienced uh, rates came way down. So while everybody was extremely focused on refinancing everyone they closed last year we were doing the same but also putting a lot of effort into that purchase business because we were trying to catch the sleepers you know yeah. while, while nobody was pounding the pavement we were out there twice as hard yeah and i would agree i like having um you know i do a little formula it's called win the day win the week win the month but i also have the the big lofty goal in the back of my mind um, and I'm all for the big lofty goals. I always say that it has to be in alignment, though, with what right. I'm doing on a regular basis. Because if it's just way out there and what I do on a daily basis has nothing to do with it, right. you're very rarely going to achieve that because you're not actually doing anything to work towards it. Sure. You know? I mean, my goal is very simple. Ten years, I want enough income-producing properties to where I can just back off and yeah. decide. You know, But the things I do on a monthly basis, weekly, daily, go towards that. So yeah, I, think, right. I think it's important to have that big lofty goal out there you know with a time on it you know and to identify how they correlate yeah because maybe you're in real estate now but your end goal could be 
you know, owning four restaurants or something when, mm. when you grow up. And, you know, just just because they're not in the same field doesn't mean that they, they can't correlate. You can take actions sure. now that kind of cross over oh, and they kind of get yourself geared up for that. Yeah, and I, I think that it, my philosophy on goal setting, especially going into a new year, is the 10 and 10 rule. So you've got 10 goals that are just completely ridiculous, out of the world, 10x type goals. Mm-hmm. And then you've got 10 goals that are that are really regimented goals that, that you, you know that you're going to obtain them, right. but they're a little bit higher, maybe 10%, 20%, 30% higher than last year's goals. So you know that if you hit those, you're going to be in good shape. But if you hit these... Mm-hmm. Holy crap! The world's on fire. Yeah. Um, not, not to mention though, when you when you when you put yourself like when I get a brand new agent, you know, for example, and we sit down, and we do this process, you know, we, we go back into units, and I say, okay, first year in the business, give me the units, right? And I don't give them the number. Yeah. I want them to give me the number. Now I already have a number in the back of my head for somebody brand new to the business, and if they come in and say something like six, you know, I'm already thinking twelve. Right. So the problem with six isn't that it's not a it's not a real you know realistic or reasonable goal, but the problem is you hit the six, you're going to stop. Correct. You're going to you're going to ease up. I would rather people shoot high, and just miss it, than shoot really low and keep hitting it. Absolutely. I, I just don't think that that does you psychologically any benefit. Um, it, it just it relaxes you right. and it makes you kind of put the brakes on when I'm like no no you know twelve for a first year agent in our business is a pretty decent number yeah you're, you're crushing it you're, you're crushing it yeah, uh, especially considering the first three to four months you're probably not going to do anything right um you're building up to get to that you know to get to that productivity so i mean but if you do hit that number i mean god that's just that's an awesome number now right. when we talk about next year we're you know i'm always yep. about doubling to me if everything's about doubling i want to double every Absolutely. single year um, so I do believe, you know, you don't want to ever sell yourself short. It doesn't do you any And, you know, I set goals on a sliding scale. If, I'm, if I've set a goal for 10 and, and I'm at 9, my goal is now 15. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know yeah. it kind of goes into that. You, you kind of pump the brakes a little bit. And that's when you're really hitting your momentum. And if mm-hmm. you stop there, that's that's the most inopportune time to, yeah. to hit the yeah. gas pedal. And, and, and momentum is confidence. key, and I think most people underestimate it, you know, right. because you can. I mean, there's a... You know, and I have some that right now are in that same boat, newer agents that all of a sudden have three transactions and all, you know, in a row. And that's what I keep harping on is how like, we can't stop. You need to, you need to now that, maximize now they're, now they're on the fool's gold concept. Yeah. So now it's like, how do you right. maximize what you've just done and create more of it? You right. know? The, the biggest goal, the, the biggest problem with, with goals, I think, in our industry and, and especially in our market is when they start to achieve those goals, mm-hmm. whether it be mortgages, real estate, car sales, whatever, they you don't see them for maybe three months, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially yeah. in the real estate industry. Yeah. If somebody has five or six closings strung together, the natural reaction is to take that money and have fun and then, oh, shit, yeah. like now yeah. I've got to get back to work mm-hmm. and, and now I've got a problem and now I have to reorient it, all my goals right. in quarter three. And that's the problem with not running it like a business, you know, right. is that you, you should never be starting over every January. And in our business, that's the, it's yeah. huge. Everybody is starting Always. over again every single right. January. That's not running a business. You know, no. you, that's not setting yourself up for success. And uh, but, and I see it all the time. I was just joking with one because we had an agent that closed three deals in the same day. And I was making that yeah. same joke. <laughs> I mean, am I going to see you for a while? Or yeah. you going to see you in Mexico on Instagram? Uh, but, you know, she, she's focused. And she's like, no. I mean, you know, she yeah. understands. Like, this is – she had a, she has a goal. Right. She hasn't hit it yet. So that – those three transactions don't mean anything to her other than the fact that it's she's close right. to hitting that number. And that's the way you want to look at it, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And a pipeline business like like either of ours, you're always yeah. your mind frame's always three months out. You know, 
yeah, I might have a fantastic October, but in September, I'm already working for November and December, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, for the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think that my difficult part is is I can only share my goals. My feeling is that I can only share my goals with other people in the mortgage business. Mm-hmm. Because if I go share my goals and I have a goal-setting session with a with an actual realtor, we have to do so much, so much more units to make similar money that it's like they think that I'm just like fooling with them. Like, mm-hmm. no, I, I have to close 10 transactions to 15 transactions a month in order for me to be in a comfortable six-figure income type mm-hmm. of set. Right. Whereas a, a, a realtor could close three deals a month or two mm-hmm. deals a month, depending on the, the, the volume size, and be comfortably in six figures. So sure. it's it's difficult for our for us to bridge the gap and have very good conversations about goal setting when it comes to units. But I think that, that that's just an awareness thing that, that many don't see. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes down to it, when you when you're setting goals, you have to execute. And one of the things that I'm starting to harp on going into the new year is execution is the only measure. Mm-hmm. And if we're only measuring ourselves on execution, then the goals will come because Absolutely. we're going to execute. Yeah, Execution is everything. I recently heard a, uh, a phrase on a podcast or a book I was listening to, and it said, you're not your thoughts, you're your actions. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah. But it just really sunk in that. It really doesn't matter what you think, how you feel on a positive or negative note. What matters is what you're going out there and doing every day, what people see you doing, you know, those those efforts that you're making that, that will compound. Your thoughts don't compound, yeah. except for maybe in a mind frame type way, you know, but it doesn't. And that goes to consistency, which I think is the number one downfall of most people in our business, yeah. is that they, they can put all these things into action and they're going to, you know, they can tell me, all right, you know, I want to do 30 units this year. That's great. How are we going to, let's break it down. Where, yeah. are, they, where are they going to come from? How many contacts do you have to make? How many, yeah. how many appointments do you have to mm-hmm. set? A lot of people think goals are just monetary. Like I, I, I get in conversations with people about goals all the time and everything they talk about is monetary or right. something they want to buy or yeah. something that they want to get. Like, no, that's not necessarily a goal. Like a, a true goal needs to be something that, that you can achieve with contacts. And then mm-hmm. the, the monetary right. value needs to be the, the last goal that you set and and really like Robert and I have been talking about this a lot is happiness needs to be the ROI. Mm. Happiness needs to be our goal that while we're going through this bullshit that we have to deal with every day, are we going to be happy while right. we're doing it? Because that's really the end goal. You break anybody's goal list down, no matter it's money or they want to start a family or they want to go on vacation, the root of that goal is always happiness they want to be happier you know they want their freedom they they want to live a better life and that's always what it boils and that's down what it comes out of me is always freedom really when i when i boil yeah. mine all down to one word it's freedom like right you know, that's why i'm doing what i do and you want to be free because it's going to make you happy exactly i mean that's just what it's what it's all about i want to enjoy my life and enjoy right. my wife my kid and you know um family and friends i mean that's that's what it all boils down to and i think that uh you know, you're right. We, when they put down, they say what they want, they're going to do something. Like, for example, in our business, obviously, you know, I might have an agent tell me, well, I'm going to get 10 deals this year from open houses. Yeah. But then yet I'll ask them every week, how many did you do this week? No, nah, I didn't do one this week. Right. Okay. Well, how many, you know, you got any scheduled next week? No. Nah, At some know, point, it's just a thought. Exactly. It's not, you know, if you're going to put it down, you have to actually act on it. And that's right. where it does actions come into play with everything. You can't be looking at a dollar sign because, you know, in this business, yeah, everything is almost retroactive, right? But the, the energy and effort you put in now never pays off right now. Nobody just walks in with says, right. I got $300,000 cash. I want to buy this place. It doesn't happen that way. And even if it did, you're still waiting 30 days to close a deal. Right. 
Um, and that's the mindset that I have the hardest time with, with especially newer agents, because they, they, they'll get into that three months, four months, they'll be putting in all this work, and then they want to stop what they're doing and divert and do something else. Yeah. Because they feel frustrated, and you know, I, I always have to stress to them, stay the course, stay consistent. Absolutely. Consistency is the biggest killer in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, probably yours too. I mean, just, you know, yeah. if you put together a goal and a, and a plan, you got to stick to it, you know, and it will come. We're but in a quitter society, though. Like if we're we gonna are. be if we're gonna be real instant real gratification yes. is what everybody wants. They think that they got their license. They're gonna sell yeah. fifteen homes their first year because right. they just know people. And like you said, and the it first, never happens. The four months, four month mark hits, and they haven't really done much mm-hmm. and just give up. Yeah. The they give up or they start throwing darts at a wall. You know, right. yeah. well I'm gonna I'm throw gonna some this. marketing I'm here. Gonna I'm gonna this. start doing this yeah. here. And I call it the bumblebee marketing because they're just yeah. buzzing around all these different things and it doesn't right. you know. Get back to the basics of what's going to actually get you the biggest return later. Um, there's plenty of things in our industry, as there are in yours, that can keep you busy real quick. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to be busy. I want you to be productive, right? So if you can avoid the quick fixes, you know, yep. go after the activities that are going to keep you productive. And, and that really is the amount of people you meet, really. I mean, yes. You know, and when you break it down, fun. like you're saying, when you break it down in real estate, there's really only two or three activities that you do that are money-making activities mm-hmm. that you should be doing every day. Everything else is, you know, what, what is the saying? If it's worth doing once, it's worth doing every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's true. If you're, you know, there's a handful of activities that you need to focus yeah. on, do those every day, and that's where the money's made. And it's funny because in our business especially, I don't know if it's actually some mortgages, but, you know, I, I'm a big believer 80% of your activities should be on income-producing activities. Right. Not income servicing. Yet right. in our business, it's rotated. Most yeah. agents want to spend 80% of their time on servicing income, which is, you know, messing with contracts and, you yeah. know, inspections and a lot of things that somebody else could be doing for them. Right. Or that really don't take eight hours out of your day. I mean, literally, I tell my agents, you got one hour a day to do your admin stuff. That's it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not that busy an agent, that's more than enough time. Right. Yeah. Now, if you got, if you're pumping out 40 deals a year, yeah, you might have some more going on. But yeah, that's that a, that's a really weird fine balance that, that you have to walk in our industry. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing in say. our industry is prospecting time, getting in touch with realtors and those kind of things. But there's also so much that goes into the mortgage business. Oh, yeah. so you, you have to have so many different layers of things that you know and potential problems that pop up on files that, like, if you're not somewhat dialed in, like, mm-hmm. you could have major issues. Right. And, like, so that's a really, really difficult balance when you're first especially getting started in the business is like understanding how much time you actually need to spend inside of your files mm-hmm. versus how much time you need to spend getting the files getting the file, yeah and and luckily we're in a system to where like we have some good support staff we've got some good processes in place and and we can we can prospect but it's it's just super difficult in our business to understand what that looks like and if yeah. you don't have somebody that's a good mentor telling you that like you're right. at the, the wrong company, you could get sideways quick on it when you get 10 deals in the pipeline and then all of a sudden you have no deals for four months. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I try to tell my agents, you know, schedule your prospecting early and put it in your and schedule. time block. That's it. Time block it. Yeah. From, from 9 to 11 or 9 to 12, whatever it is, 8 to 11, that's what you're doing. You're prospecting. Right. Get that out of the way every day first and then you have plenty of time to yeah. worry about the rest of it. You know, I'll have so many agents that come to me and they're like worried about contracts. Well, what do I do on this contract? I'm like, do you have a client? No, then don't care. I don't care about the contract. Go get a client yeah. first. We'll, re- we'll worry about this later. So many of them worry so much about things that they don't even have to encounter yet. 
and we have plenty of support. They're already staff solving problems that, that they don't, they don't have. have. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we got support here. So paralysis by it, analysis. Yeah. Homies. <laughs> when you do get a deal, we got plenty of people here to walk you through a contract. Go get a yeah. client. You know, I mean, that's that's the main thing. So yeah, it's just prioritizing. I think, and it comes down again to um, consistency. You know, and trying to get mm-hmm. people on the right track and uh, just every day have that routine down. Right. Some of them just don't have the routine. routine is being part is being a student of the game though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta be a student of the game of your craft and and that can be a lot of different things. Goal setting, doing videos so you can see how you mm-hmm. speak and your vocabulary and those kind of things. So it, it just there's just so much getting better. Yeah, there's so much that you could do to constantly get better. And if that's not on your goals and all of your goals are only monetary and you're never working on yourself to get your vocabulary better, your speech better, your scripts better, not saying the word um, like that's a major thing for me. I don't want to say um ever. And I say it all the time, so that's a huge thing for me. And that's a goal. It's like I want to be able to do a video without saying the word um. And and those need to be the things that people put on their goal sheets. And that's so the scripting is is, um, and the dialogue is, is crucial. You know, and for what I do, since I'm not really, you know, I do deals, but I'm not really an active agent. It was so funny because yeah. just this uh, past week, I kind of had a day where I had a little bit of free time to do some stuff. I actually went door knocking on expires. And the go. only reason I did it was because I wanted to work on, because if I'm going to teach the agents the right. verbiage, I really want to master it myself. <laughs> to have experience. Exactly, exactly yeah. you know. And it's not that I don't feel confident talking to anybody about anything. But it's one thing to, you know, to teach it and, and role play with them. And it's another thing just to go out there and actually just do it every once in a while. You yeah, that's a whole them. different topic of like being a coach yeah. and yeah. also have practitioner have in that. Yeah. <laughs> and you true. have to experience the uh, the pushback that you're going to get. Sure. You have to see what people's qualms are, you know, so that you can... The coach. objections that you're yeah, going to deal with. And... Because so many people are worried about rejection. I mean, it's like it's number number one fear. And you have to, and I was like, I teach them, you have to get by that real quick. They don't know who you are. Right. Yeah. They don't care. If you I'm know? not being told no, then I'm not putting myself <laughs> out not, there enough. Exactly. Right. You're really not. And you should be getting told no about 90% of the time. Right. Yeah. If not more. So, I mean, but people are, yes, they're so afraid of it. Um, and that's why when I coach right. them, I actually try to get them and encourage my agents to go door knock on expires. Yeah. Whereas most people are calling them. And Don't again, be comfortable with rejection. Again, if 95% of people are calling expires, go do the other extra 5% and go get in yeah. front of them face-to-face. Right. And it's worked. I mean, I have agents that have made that work because, and actually one of them got hired just because you showed up. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so well, that, that you know, it works, but I just enjoy doing it once in a while just to yeah. remember how it yeah. feels. Kind of like, oh, wow, yeah. The last two decades. Yeah, the last yeah. two decades, though, like we've become such a society I call it the pacifier society. Mm-hmm. And we've, we're so easily taken off of our goals because we have like one deal that falls out yeah. or we, we have all of our deals for an entire month fall out and we have no income. And then now it's like, oh, I'm gonna quit on this mm-hmm. because it's just not working out. And, and that's the pacifier society that we've become. And it's, it's kind of funny yeah. to watch. I have a real estate coach out of California who has a great story on that. And he actually talks about not being attached to the outcome. You cannot be attached to the outcome, and yet, like you say, you'll get one agent will have one deal go sideways, and throw them completely off. Um, this particular agent had eight deals one day go sideways. Yeah, total of eighty five thousand dollars of income go out the door in one day, and everybody around him is saying, "Man, you must be freaking out." And blah blah. He's like, "No, no, no. I'm prospecting. I got more stuff coming up." Yeah, you know, and that's what you, that's the mentality you got to have. 
you know, you, you got to just keep get, moving. You got to get keep back going. out there as yeah. soon as you possibly can and keep doing the same yeah. things that got you those eight deals. Exactly. And that's the most difficult part because then right. we have to go home and look at our kids in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is a super difficult thing to have to do when yeah. you have stuff fall out and, and you thought that they were going to use you or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. And, and then all of a sudden it falls out and you got to go look your wife in the face. Like, that's not fun. Yeah. But if you've got clear, concise they goals and, and a set regiment mm-hmm. every single day, you're going to fill it back up each and every time. This business is not a, like it's not rocket science. It's not difficult, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, that concept right there is what separates the professionals, the people yeah. that are really bringing in some income from you know the, the beginners. Yeah, and, and and everything that I that I preach here at, at our organization is consistency mm-hmm. and and smart growth because that's what we've done. We've we've had smart growth with smart goals and keeping our expenses in line and. Mm-hmm. And, and really making it make sense because everybody talks about volume in our business, both real estate and mortgages, they talk about volume. Well, units really needs to be the focus because if you're delivering a bunch of volume but you're spending a lot of money and you're only, ours is basis points, what we talk about, and you're only delivering 20 or 30 basis points to the company, you're not a profitable branch, you're gonna get axed. Yeah. You're gonna be gone. Right. So that those are the Second things. things tighten up. You're yeah, be you, first to go. like being a student of the game, you just have to have these goals that are that, that make sense, that that are really going to drive your business forward rather than just saying, oh, I closed 10 million bucks. Well, my profit on that 10 million bucks, whether it be time in real estate, mm-hmm. if you spent if you spent 150 million hours on the 10 million bucks, you got paid minimum wage. So congratulations, yeah. you're just like everybody else. Where in, in mortgages, we, we really have to keep an eye on expenses, not spend too much money and, and those kind of things and, and have those goals set mm-hmm. every every quarter. Yeah. Right. And that's what I preach to my agents too, is, is there's three different activities you can do. You know, I call them, you know, low leverage, high profit activities. That's for those people that don't have, you know, the income to go out there and really pay for leads. So, yeah. you know, low leverage and high profit to me means you're out there actually doing it. Yeah. Door knocking, calling right. people, calling your sphere, open houses. Because it's your time, you know, and your sweat, right. you know. There's high leverage activities you can use. But again, how much does it cost you to actually get the, right. you know, and, and Calculating ROIs on high leverage, you know, activities is so hard sometimes, man. You know, and I see a lot of these agents, and yeah, they uh, they look like they're super busy, and then I go and I see exactly what they're spending on things like Zillow and all that, and I'm like, are you making any money? I'm crushing it. I'm crushing it. I'm crushing it. Crushing it. You closed three deals in the last six months, bro. What are you talking about? It's all public knowledge on the real estate side. That's it what is. irritates yeah. me. And I would love for it to be public knowledge on the mortgage side. Yeah. I mean, I can go out right. there right now and see who does yep. what and who pays for what. Yeah. And then I can go right there and look at their activity. And that's where I, and I do it because I right. sometimes yeah. say, does this stuff really work? And I, you know, and I'm not going to name names, but I'll look at what some people are spending via radio and Zillow and all this stuff. And then I go look at the productivity. I'm like, I'm sorry. It, for the amount of spending, if, you were to, if I were to spend that, I would want quadruple the results right. in yeah. order for me to feel comfortable doing it. Because at the end of the day, who wants to work hard or spend a whole lot of money and not take it, make you know, take it any home? That's not it fun. makes no sense. No. So you know, I'm, I'm all for people leveraging. You know, yeah, once right. you get busy and you can dedicate marketing dollars, I right. think it makes sense. But yeah. the way to grow a business, any in any industry, I think, is you got to get out in front of people. You can't wait for people to come to you. Right. That's Start with your sphere. That's the number one thing that I see that nobody wants. They want to just sit in an office and wait for somebody to come yeah. in. Right. You're going to be out of the game real quick if that's yeah. if that's what you're doing. You have yeah, to so I, I mean, we'll go a little long, but like just to wrap it up, what what would be your advice, Kevin, to 
to a new agent, somebody even in the car game or, or just sales in general, when they're trying to set goals, mm -hmm. what's the what's the just the tidbit of advice that, that you would give to them to, to set those realistic ones, the big ones, and be smart about it and, and do it the right way? First thing is understand the why. Yeah. You know, and when I interview agents, that's the first thing I mean, what's your why? Why are you getting in the game? Why are you, why are you, you know, choosing you this career this? path? Um, and if you say money, then I can tell you right now, you're not going to be in the game very long. Um, but, you know, I always want to get the why down first. And then I, then I sit down and I really say, look, look, okay, so if you're brand new to the game and we want to hit 12 units, yeah. again, I always go to units. I don't look at dollar amounts, anything like that. I say, you know, and this is the form right here that I actually give them. Here's the units. Here's five sources. We're going to list the five sources. You're going to tell me what you think you're going to get from each source. So that might be open houses. It might be door knocking. It might be your center of influence. Yeah. That's fine. You need to look at that every day. Because this, you know, I, I say success is actually pretty simple. Like you were just saying. Yeah. Business is actually simple. We make it complicated. Yeah. Um, this, to me, I created to simplify the process. Like, right. don't make this crazy here, okay? If you say you're going to do, like, some business mixers or, you know, client parties, whatever it is, that's fine. Put it down. Look at it every day. Yeah. And you should be doing stuff every day actually, that actually goes in this one of these boxes. God forbid you yeah. have to work though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, holy I mean, crap. it does take work, you know. But I mean, but if and that's where I get back to that, you know, if you tell me you're gonna get ten clients from open houses this year, then I should see your name on the open house list. Yeah, you know, weekly. Right. Right. If not multiple times a week. Um, it's not hard to be successful, but when you're first starting out, I don't care what anybody says. If you want to be very very successful you gotta work your face off you do yeah. for at least three like, years at but we say it's not hard years. because it's not rocket science it's yeah it's simple yeah. it's the same few things over and over but you have to work your butt off like you said yeah. on those things it is a lot of work but it's let's not make it complicated yeah yeah and, and my advice when when setting goals is uh is potentially get more obsessed with the process than you mm -hmm. are the goals Right. Um, Absolutely. That's that's, that's really been. I, I mean, I have my goals on a piece of paper and those kind of things, but I didn't really start making really big strides in my career until I got massively obsessed with the process of actually getting a loan into the pipeline. Yeah. Right. And that's really the important part that a lot of people lose sight of is they they just want to get the loans in, but they're they're not really enthralled and happy inside the process. Yeah. Right. So those are those are that's what you need to do before you can even set realistic goals, in my opinion. Yeah. And that I think, goes kind of like, sorry, but like, I'm so obsessed with my morning routine, for example. Yeah. Like, what time I get up, what time I hit the gym. Um, I, I mean, I'm obsessed about it. Like, so when something throws me off or I have to change it, I get, get a little bit upset. And yeah, off. I get upset. And if you just take that same mentality to what you're talking about, like, yeah. I come in at 8 o'clock and I role play. At 8.30, I'm, I'm, you know, prospecting up till 11 o'clock. Then I'm going out with lunch yeah. with people. If you get, like you said, if you get ingrained in that process and you stick to it consistently, at least four days a week. Five is great, but at least four days a week, you will be successful. It's all yeah, about just Otherwise, the goals are just dumb things on a piece of paper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it was last year that I adopted that. And now my goals look a lot more like, uh, you know, set two appointments at least a day. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, things that, like you're saying, are actually process oriented. Um, and, you know, call my my old people that we've already closed, you know, people that uh, we took applications on and didn't work out. But beyond just writing the goals down, I think, you know, we talked about the big goals in hindsight and then our, our actual daily process. Most of our day should be 
the daily process and prospecting yeah. and, and what we're actually the activities we're putting in to be mm-hmm. successful. But we should also be taking a little bit of time per week or per few days to really think about the big picture mm-hmm. and digest mentally what do we want our life to look like in five, ten years and what am I doing like we talked about, you know, to uh, to make sure that we're heading in that direction. And I'm yeah. a big believer in vision boards. I actually love it. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that's vision boards. That's a perfect example of sitting. That there keeps and it in front of you at all times. Right. And then all of a sudden, you mark something off the vision board that's like gigantic. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're like, uh oh, what just what? happened? What do I do now? <laughs> now what do I do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's getting dangerous. You find the next. One. I yeah, found right. myself in those situations lately, yeah. man. And then and then you, honestly, I got into this this like rut where, I'm like, oh. Well, like now, like I'm not as motivated. Like I have to be motivated because I got to pay the the bills on all the crap that that I had on my vision board. But like it's like, well, dang, I've got to find something else out now. Like now I've got to give my my next piece of motivation and the next goal. And that's that's when you get to that next level of of goal setting is is trying to to figure out once you've achieved the big big ones. Mm what is the next step to the big, big ones? And I think that's when you broke through to happiness. Like yeah. it's no longer about material things. It's about, I want to constantly be happy in what I'm doing all the time. There's no reason for me to do anything that makes me unhappy. Yeah, I'll be super vulnerable for, for just a second before we close out. And like, I thought that I wanted a house on the waterway. I thought that I wanted a cool car. I thought that I wanted a boat. I have that stuff now. And, I, and, and it sounds cliche, but like, like none of that shit makes me happy. Like right. none of it does other than my I'm I'm growing my relationship with with God, which mm-hmm. is is something that's helping me out a lot, but like now I'm looking at all of the stuff that I have. I have all of this pressure on me and I'm like well, that that probably wasn't that smart and it really doesn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. And now my goals have just shifted to to more I want to help the people around me. Mm-hmm. I want legacy. I want to help I want to help Robert get to to mid six figure income and, and help Rachel get there and and nothing nothing is my goals anymore. I want to help everybody else's yeah. goals and that's that's a really cool place to get to. But it kind of kind of not fun to make the mistakes to to get there from a mental standpoint. But I, but I think everybody does. You <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, I do think that that that's pretty natural for everybody. And it's yeah. uh, it, it's always a matter of breaking through. And that's why, like, when I sit down and talk about goal setting with uh, my agents, it's not just business. We'll yeah. do one for business, but then I do one for personal. Yeah. Spiritual, you know, and we just go to business, yeah. all this stuff. We go down the line because there's so many different realms of your life. Right. Um, and if you are so honed into just one, you're going to be faltering on the others. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. You're never going to be hitting on all cylinders on every aspect of your life. Right. But it's a matter of, you know, if you're faltering here, can you get back and uh, and get yourself a little bit more even, a little bit more whole? Yeah. And those change over life. I mean, uh, you know, for what sure. your priority is is going to change over life. That's yeah. for right. sure. Mine certainly changed recently. I mean, so it's yeah, having, you know having kids, having that, kids yeah, do that's that. A huge it's, it's a huge one. So I mean, trying to get yeah. trying to get rid of the dad bod. It's yeah. like the the new goal for 2020 is like I want to just see my abs again yeah. one time. Yeah. The dad bod came in and now it, it's now it's exploding. Well, the dad bod's cool because I guess <laughs> now it's fluffy and, get rid and, of the dad bod. and people want to cuddle with it, but. Mm. Like I don't want to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's cool to cuddle with for for my wife, but like I don't want to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, and that's that's one of them, man. Is your you know is your uh, 
the physical goals. Too, yeah. Man. I mean, that's, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in that too. That's you you, why can't, I get you cannot be the best you without keeping your body healthy. No, you, I'm a big believer in that. I mean, it's you, impossible. It, I really believe you have to get up early and get out there and do something. I'm not saying you got to go hit weights and all that, but yeah. walk, bike, whatever it is you have to do. But get Clear yourself. Your yeah. And then to me, honestly, when I go running, that's what that is. It's really yeah. meditation for me. Right. Well, at that, at that mastermind that we were just at not too, too long ago, mm-hmm. one of the people said, you, if you're waking up, 30 minutes before you have to be in work and then you get to work, you haven't mentally prepared yourself no. to jump right into the fire and, get, and right. get kicked <laughs> in the teeth the second you walk in no. the door. You haven't. And that's, you know, I'm a big believer you need to be up yeah. before There's, most people. I, I'm at work usually before most people get up. I mean, yeah. that's the way I just believe if you want to be successful, that's what you need to do. Um, my routine is, you know, the same as it is up at five, gym 530. Yeah. Do you know? So, I mean, I like to, when people can follow something like that, I say you've accomplished more before you got to work than most people will come accomplish all day. Yeah. And you haven't even done anything related to work yet. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It's mental. It, it's, it's getting you, like you said, prepped Sorting and ready to go to really hit the day. Like you said, Absolutely. if you wake up, you wake up and get the, and just roll into work. You might yeah, go yeah, home. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're, you're not there. You're not right. there. But actually do it though. Like, yeah. Don't fake that shit on social media yeah. and yeah. say, hey, I'm up at five o'clock and not actually be up right. at five o'clock and going back to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get know? up to take yeah. a picture. Get up to take a picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm up. Yeah. Just like stroll right, yourself to, wake me up 30 minutes before yeah. I got to be at work. And then, <laughs> then strolling to work at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing all day. Yeah. No, I've been up since 5. I'm Jack. No, you've yeah. been up for exactly yeah. 12 minutes. Yeah. You know? But just to wrap it up, we're talking about goals and, and everything that goes into that. And I think that just a really powerful conversation that, that people really should should try to listen to and try to resonate with, that, that goals aren't just things on a piece of paper. Get obsessed with the process. Get after it and, and actually do it, not just fake it on, on any kind of social media platform. Actually be living out what, what you are saying your philosophies are mm-hmm. um, right. and, 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 and actually do it.